This is the gospel according to Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by these words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, because you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a child, a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High God. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, Well, how can this be since I am a virgin? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born to you will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now, right now, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is now the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Then Mary said, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Now this past November, I traveled back to Pennsylvania and I had the chance to see uh, many people I loved as I was working to get my dad's house ready to sell. One of the people I met for uh, a visit for a time together was Bianca. Bianca, while we were talking, she asked me a question that has hung with me in these weeks since then. She asked me, is invitation a powerful thing for you? I, at the time, I, th I think I said, no, maybe but now, as I've thought about that, I come to realize how true it really is. That invitation is, has been a powerful thing for me. That my life, the twists and turns, are often about people inviting me, God inviting me in one direction or another. And is not about me just playing out some master plan that I had from the beginning. And the more I thought about it, the more... Kind of strange and ironic, it seemed, that it was Bianca, of all people, who asked me that question because she has been a powerful inviter for me. An angel Gabriel, you could say. So I'm wondering, who has been an angel Gabriel for you? Maybe there's more than one person. Someone who has 
asked you to do something or be something, invited you to something. Maybe like this angel Gabriel invited you to the impossible. You know, the way we know that these folks are from God is that love and liberation is what happens when we say yes. Love and liberation for ourselves, yes, but also for people beyond us. That's what always comes from an invitation from God. Love and liberation. So, we see that in in Mary's story here, this invitation from this angel Gabriel. Love and liberation, we know is what spills out of it because we know the rest of this story. And we have encountered this Jesus. This Jesus has encountered us as son of the Most High, as son of God, as a king and a leader in our lives. Savior. So why is or why can be invitation be so powerful? Why? I think about it this way, that there is a the massive and potentially sacred resonance in every invitation. There's a there's a crossroads of sorts. Imagine this four roads coming together to meet at a point there, an invitation. Four paths or truths coming together. First of all, we have desire. My desire and your desire, or our desire and God's desire. A meeting place, just like there was for Mary. Her desire to serve God. God's desire to be born into this world, to do something new, to save God's people, to fulfill God's promises, desires meeting. But not just desire, there's more than that. Two more roads coming together to form this crossroads, this great intersection. Ability and possibility. Mary had the ability to do what God was asking her to do. I mean, she didn't fully believe it at first, perhaps. Wondered, how can this be? But the ability is there because we know how this story goes. She does indeed bear God into the world, give birth to a son. And possibility, that is, what can happen? If this happens, what else can happen? When Mary does this, what will take place for the world? And this angel is full, speaking full of possibility. Mary, if and when you do this, this is what can happen for you and for the world. There is that intersection, ability, possibility, meeting each other. So there it is, two desires meeting, mine and yours or ours and God's. Ability and possibility coming together. There's power in the invitation that brings all of those roads together, sees that they have intersected. And more, it's 
an invitation can be so powerful because we don't know ourselves. It's true, beloved. Bianca's invitations have been powerful to me because I haven't known myself fully, my own desire, my own abilities. Also, we don't know reality. We don't know God, God's desires, or what is possible because of God. What did the angels say? For nothing is impossible with God. There is so much that we don't know. Ourselves, reality, God. Invitation just sheds a light on all of it. Our desire, God's desire, our ability, God's ability, and the possibility that exists when we work together. So, Bianca, the most powerful invitation that Bianca ever made to me. You know, we were working together in an organization for some time. And this organization, well, okay, I'll get to that later. Here, here's what I want to say. The moment, I remember this moment. It was in spring of 2007. I was, I was driving in to, to church from home, and I was driving right past the Wild Rose Casino when Bianca called me. And she asked, she said, what if our organization came to Clinton? Whoa. You know, part of what was so powerful about that is I actually had wondered about that myself. See, a big way that this organization has gathered before the pandemic is when we gather, we come together at a church, at a congregation, one of the members of this organization. And we get to know deeply them, this congregation, the place that they're in, what they, what they, the partnerships they've created in the community, the, the kind of very unique kind of ministry in the community that this organization is dedicated to, what that looks like here. And every time I'd gone to one of these gatherings, it had been in an urban place. Baltimore, or Seattle, or Washington, D.C., Chicago. I'd never seen this gathering happen in a more rural place, a small city like Clinton. I had so many questions, and I asked them over and over, what could this look like in a place like Clinton when we were gathered? Also, all these congregations we visited before had spent decades doing this in some cases, decades, doing this very specific kind of ministry in the community. And I thought, what about when we are just starting out? What about when the congregation is, it has a heart maybe for the community, but has never enacted this particular kind of thing? And I asked those questions and again and again when we gathered. And her invitation was so powerful to me because Bianca had listened. She had heard those questions that I was asking knew that I would be interested in a gathering here at St. Paul in Clinton. And even more than that, not just that she was humoring me in some way, but that Bianca believed in the value of that a whole organization, people from all across the country, colleagues that I admired in ministries that were so inspiring. She saw the value of all of us gathering here. I mean, right here, they were 
right here. And St. Paul people, you were there too, many of you. Powerful invitation. I know it was from God because of the love and the liberation that came out of that invitation. I mean, for one really concrete example is the bathroom, the bathroom project that Hope in Action has been working for, for pretty much ever since then. That whole idea was born in that gathering. The invitation that Bianca made was the beginning, was the seed that was planted. I mean, Hope in Action came out of that gathering. All the new relationships the new leaders and the new leadership abilities that that group gained. We love for, for each other and for our neighborhood and our neighbors. That happened because of this gathering. And, and even more than that, people from across the country remember you. Remember St. Paul. Remember this sanctuary. Remember this neighborhood. They were and are inspired by St. Paul, praying for us, waiting with us in expectation for this bathroom at last to be built. And I'm telling you right now, Open Action is doing its final push, its final fundraising, the last $15,000 that we need to build this bathroom. And I'll, I'll put a link down below so you know how you, you can donate, invest in that bathroom if you like. Right now, every gift is being matched dollar for dollar. If you put in $10, it's going to be worth $20. If you put in $200, it's going to be $400. But anyway, getting ahead of myself, this is this, the love and liberation that happened. So we know that invitation that Bianca made to me, that was from God. The power of invitation. Has it been as powerful in your own life? I mean, who has invited you? Who are you Inviting. I mean, the, the gospel, especially the gospel of Luke, has a, a metaphor, an image for us of what invitation is all about. Fishing for people. When Jesus called the first disciples, he said, come follow me and I will make you fishers for people. Some of you, I mean, I don't, I don't know much about fishing. Some of you do. Everything I know about fishing says patience, persistence, key in fishing. In addition to really becoming a master is an understanding of the fish, of the water. When will which fish be here and what bait will they be attracted to? And the list goes on and on. When it comes to people, that understanding is about a relationship. God is a master fisher, as we see here with Mary. And in this way, it's not like fishing, because God is not using deception, but truth. God does not seek to, to capture us and take us, you know, out of our, well, maybe out of our water, but not where we will die and be eaten but to set us free. God certainly does know us better than we know ourselves. And that crossroads, that powerful crossroads we were talking about, 
It is the image of the cross. And the cross itself is an invitation. Just like Mary's story is an invitation. When we hear and see these stories, Mary and Jesus, their great love and their great suffering, it really does awaken in us. It awakens in other people a desire to love and to suffer in just the same way, in humble gratitude for what God has done for us, for the way that Mary was willing just to show up and do what her body instinctually knew how to do. We're now in the last week of Advent. And in this time between now and Christmas, it's the final opportunity in this season. There will be more times in all of our futures to wake up to the ways that God is fishing the waters of our very soul. What is God inviting you to do or be or change? Final words from Richard Rohr, who says this, Christmas is not automatic. It can't be taken for granted. It began with Mary, but each of us, each of us is asked to make our own contribution to giving flesh to faith in the world. And so are you. Thanks be to God.